Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Excellent. It's good to see everyone. You made it. Thursday afternoon. It's going to be completely different than Tuesday afternoon. Those of you who are concerned after that, uh, just really, really deep dive into that. Yeah, we're just talking about that here. Thank you for your nods and your, everyone was explaining how sore they were. were you, was anyone here sore? Oh, good. Oh, good. You have made friends, except for Carrie in Texas. She's like, come on, that wasn't enough. Carrie's all like, you know, if you would, I could do two of those, so no problem. She she could, honestly. Um, all right. We have begun already in Supta Bhattakinasana. So you guys come on to your mat and soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Adjust with props as you need to, to be more comfortable. Get yourself to a situation where you can feel your breath move and if you can, let your eyes fall gently closed. Do. If they need to be a little open, just have them soft and they can set uh, just a soft gaze at the ceiling above you. And certainly if Subdhubadakanasana is not comfortable for you, uh, feel free to use constructive rest with feet to the floor and knees together. I'll be joining you there. So no shade on that. We have just a moment to get clear, to notice anything that you've landed here with, anything that's landed here with you. And you'll bring your hands to your heart center and your navel center if they're not already there. So that you're centering in, feeling the breath underneath your hands. And let your hands just be relaxed and spread wide. Right? So both of those things together, right? not so wide that you're over-efforting, but wide enough that you're taking up a lot of surface area with the hands, able to feel a lot of your breath. And so partly this is just that, to, to feel as much of your breath as you can. Partially, it's to make this transition to open hands. So much of our day is spent with our hands holding things, like our steering wheel, or curled around things, like our phone or our computer keyboard. And so much of what we do in this life requires us to, to curl our hands. If we're going to ride our bike, if we're going to run, if we're going to knit a sweater, right? And yoga is one of the, the few times that we get to, to spread them both uh, in a relaxed way and then later on in a more active way. And it's one way, one of the bonuses to yoga. There's so many of them. 
right? These, these little things we do that we don't really think about, but that are unusual right, in the 21st century body. Right? Getting up and down off the floor just to get on your yoga mat, notwithstanding all those crazy exercise things we do. Right? Just the stepping forward and back in our practice that's really, really unique in human movement patterns, particularly now. Just have a gaze in this practice toward how you're using your entire body. Right? There's nothing in this practice ever that's unintentional. Right? Everything that we're practicing has a reason or we can give it an intention. So often we give our practice the intention, the meaning right, of, of achieving something, of checking a box. Right? And yet there is this other intention of embodying right, yourself fully. One more round of breath here. Feel the rhythm, the flow. And as you let that exhale go, feel the hand on your heart and the heartbeat underneath. Then the hand on navel center and the work of the abdominal muscles underneath. And you'll very gently take your hands to the edges of your legs in Subtabhadikanasana and help your legs in, drawing knees onto your chest. Right? Hold lightly here. Just wrap your hands around your shins. And then use your arms to pull firmly knees into your chest. Note the difference between pulling hard with your hands and using your back and your arms to hug the knees toward you. Then on an inhale, extend the legs up to what we call tabletop. There's a lot of tabletop in this practice. And I think there's a, a few schools of thought on this. This tabletop on our back is shin bones parallel to the floor, feet flexed, thigh bones vertical, flashback to Tuesday. Instead of getting uh, getting really dialed in here, we're going to let this become belly twisting pose. And you're going to dial in each time you come back to center, that tabletop, you're going to stop the action there. We've been talking about that a lot. Right? The control that you have of your body in this practice is your ability to stop motion. It's not your ability to scramble through or even step quickly or deepen any stretch. Control is in the restraint, in the yama. The ability at any point along this trajectory of your movement for you to stop. And if we don't have that control along a path of movement, right? It's not the end of the world. I'll tell you that. 
it's just not allowing us any choice. We're being propelled along by momentum or gravity, right? And the yoga method, right, being really in that requires us to have choice about how we move our body. It's another one of those, like, the thing behind what we're doing. We're not doing these poses for their own sake. The ability to have choice is the ability to have intention. Back at center, your tabletop this time, pause. Bring your knees in towards your chest, give them a good squeeze. Check if you're doing that with your hands in a death grip or mostly dead grip, or can you soften the hands and use your arms and back? Then release that slowly, left foot to the floor, right foot crosses over the left thigh. And you can stay right here or pick up the left leg to tabletop again. So same thing we were just doing. Press the right thigh forward, right shin forward. Left leg is pressing into the shin. So you've got isometric work here. You'll feel hip flexor, quadricep maybe. you feel outer right thigh. Keep that angle really strong. Let this become belly twisting pose, leg side to side. So this could get really floppy, really loose. Instead, you're going to let this keep its shape. Keep the intention of right thigh pressing forward and left knee at your right angle. Oh, yeah, it's your right angle, uh, but a right angle, probably a better way to say that. But if your right angle is like 75 degrees, that's fine. You can, you can adapt, yeah. My high school geometry teacher notwithstanding, you can choose the angle. Keep it at an angle that's steady consistent as you move. One more round. And back at center, we're gonna unwind. Like soles of the feet to the floor, pause. There's a good chance that was a lot of work. Lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> you did it right. Let your knees wobble side to side in those really welcome windshield wipers. So I said it wasn't going to be like Tuesday. That's because Tuesday we're doing that thing where we extended the leg forward and now we're pulling it in. So it's the exact opposite of Tuesday, you guys. I did promise that. Remember how we went forward with those leg drop things? Now we're just pulling in. It's like it's coming back to center. This is what anatomy nerds <laughs> walk your feet, hip distance, left ankle over right thigh. And then you'll pick up the right leg, right knee at a right angle, and just take a few moments to make that really strong. So you're, you're just dialing in this positioning. It's going to stay at this consistent angle of uh, recline pigeon and, and tabletop here. And then you'll move this side to side. So the nice mobilizer for hips and side bodies. We can think of it that way. Also a strengthener for right thigh, hip flexor, outer left hip. So this action of pressing the left shin forward, really an important one for pure, pure muscles. Uh, 
and I'm talking to the cyclists who are zooming in right now. You know who you are. This is for you, for sure. Everybody here, you can blame the cyclists for this. <laughs> it will be. Right angle on the right knee, keep it steady. Just consistent movement side to side, consistent shape of the legs as you move. We just got two more rounds. Really pressing thigh into shin, shin into thigh. Right. This isometric strength work. Really healthy, really important for, uh, for our full complement of strength and mobility. Really, uh, it requires mindfulness. Come on back to center and unwind that, hug your knees in. Breath here. <gasps> Breath out. When you bring nose to knees and knees to nose, you're curling up as high as you can, as many ribs as you can lift off the floor, right? and then reach your arms toward the front wall. Keep your left knee pulled in. Imagine you've got one of those rubber bands, you know those exercise rubber bands or any, like just giant rubber band along your feet. Press your right foot out forward towards the front wall. And then imagine stretching that rubber band as far as you can. So the right foot going forward into the rubber band, left foot pulling back. Thank God I don't have access to rubber bands yet. But you know what? They're not that expensive. We could get them. You keep pulling, press your right foot forward, pull your left foot back. And then bring the right knee in and lower everything down. Breathe here. Check in with your face, your jaw, your throat, your collarbone area. There's a good chance all that tightened up. You don't have to admit to it, but there's a good chance it did. We got another side. And we're going to work with just the idea that we're not going to tighten that up. We're really going to work the legs a lot. And you're really going to work your face not at all. So curl up again, nose to knees, knees to nose. Again, notice how you're holding with the hands and the arms. Soften that right away. Reach forward with the arms. Pull your abdominals in to pull you as much off the floor as you're going to go. Checking with your jaw, your face, your throat. Now set your gaze to your front wall. Soften your eyes. Your face will follow. Left leg out. And it's like you've got that rubber band that you're stretching between the two feet. You're pulling the right knee back toward you. You're pressing the left foot to the front wall, breathing here, checking with your face, your throat, your jaw, your throat, neck getting a little tight there. Keep looking forward. Use more abdominals. There's a good chance every time you feel this in your throat or neck, the abdominals have given a little ground. Don't let that happen. Left foot forward, right foot back, abdominals in, and then slowly release down. Soften your face, your jaw, your throat, your shoulders. Release your feet to the mat, walk them out wide. And that really nice little windshield wiper, just erase that. So all that is to do uh, for us is to make low boat look a, like appealing. Because right? it won't be that. So come on back to center. <laughs> and then knees into your chest. That is how this whole thing works, right? We just do something really awful. And then the awful thing doesn't look as awful because the really awful was really awful. Bring your knees in, curl your nose to your knees, knees to your nose, extend your arms out, check in with your face, throat, shoulders, 
arms are firm, abdominals really firm. Every time you feel anything, your jaw, your neck, your throat, check them with your abs. Extend your legs out, both of them together. Imagine your hands are holding the rubber band. Your feet are now pushing the rubber band forward. Yeah, you, you don't have to do the grip. That was just me doing the grip. You can press your feet forward. Imagine they're stretching rubber band toward the front wall, tight, straight. One more rib up off the floor. And then exhale, slowly release down. Have a breath in. And a breath out. So that's one thing we want to get about low boat. It's not just uh, taking boat and unhinging it. Low boat is a rounding of the upper back. It's, it's working toward like hollow body position. Not that any of us are going to be hollow, but uh, that's what it's called. So you can curl your upper body up. It's a curl. It's going to stay. Reach for the front wall. Both legs out together, tight and straight. Continue to reach, reach, reach. Curl. Turn curl up until you're balanced on your sacrum. And you're pressing your feet out like you're stretching the urban band forward. Legs are tight. You're curled. Tuck in. The abdominals pull in. Navel back toward the spine. Breath here. And then exhale. Slowly release down. Low rock side to side. And then feet to the mat. Walk them out wide. Let one more time those windshield wipers take over. So uh, if you learn anything about low boat, and nobody wants to ever learn anything about low boat, it has really nothing to do with boat. Boat is all hip flexors. Uh, low boat is about the abdominal work that can be done with that curling position. Boat is a, is a neutral spine. So I just it's not like, you know, they're two parts of the same thing. They're just really different poses. They should be differently named. Low boat should be canoe or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Where is low boat? <laughs> Where is it? So if you can get up to the sacrum, you're up to the sacrum. If your low back needs to be on the floor, it's on the floor. So lowest rib could be on the floor or you could elevate and uh, come on up. Everybody bring your knees in and bring yourself up. See, Gretchen asked this great question. We weren't going to do any more low boat, but now that we can. So sometimes we go from the floor up. Let's go backward. So hold your legs, roll back until you feel your sacrum on the mat, just your sacrum. Pick up your feet here. So this would be a modified low boat, right? So when you then start to extend the legs out, you can have the low boat with just your sacrum on the floor. That's a little easier. Come on down to the back, down to your back, down to the mat again and breathe. Is it easier access that way or no? No? Your tailbone? Yeah. Okay. She asked a good question. Take one knee in each hand and just spin them around and just let yourself enjoy this little circumduction of the hips. Um, so if you feel that you're really on your tailbone, right, this has to do with everyone's skeleton is different. You guys heard this? Like everybody is different. Like we're all just really different. So that's one reason why you might choose to keep your lumbar spine on the floor to avoid that. Uh, there's just nothing that's going to get around that discomfort. Um, other things you could do is put a blanket underneath, uh, and that can sometimes help. Um, but since you really never know when you're going to get low boat thrown at you, <laughs> that's you know, that, that's your teacher's fault. <laughs> We're going to curl nose to knees and knees to nose curl up again. 
reach your legs and arms for the front wall. And then you can try coming up through low boat all the way to boat, right? Then it becomes a different pose. We're hinged at the hip, legs can be straight or bent, but the spine, again, working into neutral territory. Cross your feet at the ankles, come around to down dog. We will not spend much time in boat because uh, I want you to stay for the rest of class. Pause here, fan your hands out into the mat. Again, right, the hands spreading out. It's unusual to be on our hands like this. And so if you need to take breaks in a down dog in a plank because of wrist or, or hand discomfort, sometimes that's just the you know, hands responding to how much work they've done today in that other position of being curled, right? So give them a rest if they need it. It's like as if your hamstrings were really tight from being out on a run or something, right? Sometimes you need to ease up to coax them open. You know, do that here. Same thing with the feet here. Spread your toes out. Right? And feel the ball, the football, the big toe, ball, the baby toe, right? And just the fact that you're spending an hour moving in your body without shoes on, it's not unnatural, but it's unusual. So give your feet a little time to adjust as well and definitely feel these really potent areas of the body, hands and feet. Our mind connects easily to them, right? more so than like our third thoracic vertebra. Right? You can feel your hands and feet. So do as often as you can. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. Your feet out wide, bend your knees, wrap your arms around one another, let your head drop into ragdoll, your back body soft. Breathe in and breathe out. So here we've got like the same basic body shape as low boat. It's this curling of the spine, but a totally different aspect or affect, right? and a different effect. Right? Same shape different intention. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. And release your hands to your mat. We'll walk feet together. And then we work, we, we've done this before, but we don't do it often. Little bend of the knees, bring your hands to your shins, draw your navel center toward your spine. Imagine a cat back. Do that with your spine. Knees are staying bent. That, that's important for the low back here. With the cat back, slowly roll yourself up. Your hands will stay on your legs. Your arms will stay at your sides when you're vertical. Then bring your shoulders up to your ears and slide your shoulder blades down your back. Pause. Breathe in. As you breathe out, we're going to lift the shoulders and round them forward. Guess we've got this standing low boat action here, basically. And then you're going to roll that cat spine down, fingertips trace down the shins, slowly into the fold. Really important that the knees stay bent as we're doing these roll-ups and downs. Again, you're going to bring your navel in towards your spine, hands stay tracing on your legs. Rolling up the shoulders, neck and head, and then slide down. And then reverse it. Those are up and forward. Right, so a little bend in the knees, get that strong low boat action and slowly down. So these are really good as long as we're really paying attention. Press your feet down, roll up. This is what we don't let you do when you're like super beginners because the teacher's all worried that you might hurt yourself, but you're paying attention. So she's not worried. 
one more up and round and then navel center in little cat back so you're stacking 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 you can feel that that one like low boat action place then you're standing we'll bring hands to heart center samastiti and pause breathe in and breathe out so that's a way we can move our spine, a way we can move our hips. It's a way we choose to when we want to focus on an elongation of the back body. In salutations, pretty much in all other folds we're going to do, we're going to focus on strength of the back body instead of the uh, lengthening or the uh, kind of loosening. Right? Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your arms. Feel the connection to your shoulder blades and your back. So you exhale, hands to heart center, bend at your knees, flat back. Your back muscles are holding you up until you then slowly release down over your legs. Then breathe and lift halfway. Lengthen. And then exhale, hinge at your hip till the chest and the thighs are together. You round after you've made that contact. Press your feet down. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze the arms and bow forward as we're bowing. Just really go with that idea of flat back until chest and thighs come together and then allow for that softening. Breathe in, lift halfway. We get long strength in the back. Pull your shoulder blades toward your waistline. Feel the connection there. And then a release. Right? Coming up here, we have soft knees. Draw the abdominals in. It's just not as pronounced as that roll up unless you're really being intentional about that. Then feel free. Exhale, fold, press into your feet. Back muscles are keeping you from dropping too quickly. Breathe and lift halfway here. We're going to plant the hand, step back high or low push up and be aware of your body's energy level, enthusiasm level for this. Breathe in, upward facing dog. If you're rushing it, your body probably does not have the enthusiasm for it. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Right? Nobody's ever like, oh, I'm so excited to do this. I want to rush through it and not get it all the way done. Right? Look forward, walk or hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And it's okay if your body doesn't have it in it today. Exhale, fold. What we want to do is precision with whatever options you choose. Breathe in, reach up. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. High to low push-up or high push-up. Knees down if you need them. Be there for the entire exhale. Don't shortchange any of that. Then upward facing dog, knees up or down. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. And exhale, bow forward. 
Breathe in, lift halfway, flap back. Plant your hands. Step back high or low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, inhale, reach up. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. On your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Squeeze it tightly. Take it to the top of the arc. Then draw your abdominals in. Be sure that whatever amount of lift you've got, it is supported. Imagine that drawstring effect of front, back, sides, the body pulling in. There will be a point at which we all lift the leg too far for that to occur. So you find your line. Reach up. Breathe in and breathe out. Point and flex of the foot, roll the ankle clockwise, kind of clockwise. Drop your left heel down. Have your gaze set at your left foot and be sure that it's pointing straight ahead. Breathe in, squeeze the leg, draw your abdominals in as you bend the knee, draw it to your chest. Step into a low lunge. Great to have blocks here. Take some time. Inhale, straighten the front leg as far as yours go. And then exhale, bend into. Breathe in, straighten. Breathe out, bend. Breathe in, straighten. Breathe out, bend. Breathe in, straighten. Breathe out, bend. Tighten your back leg here. Rock forward on your toes when you inhale. Press back into your heel as you exhale. Rock forward and press back. Rock forward and press back. One more, rock forward, press back. Press your front knee forward, your back heel back like you had that rubber band around front shin and back heel. Then back knee's gonna come down. Inhale, bend the back knee, toes toward the ceiling. When you exhale, slowly press the foot back. Then pull the foot in. You can imagine your rubber band working here too. And then press back. Two more. Pull in. 
or at the back. One more pull in. Press back slowly. Press the back foot down into the mat. Shift back. Half monkey. Press your back foot down. Press your front heel down. Draw your heart forward. Long spine, back muscles working to provide that length and strength. We're going to inhale, turn the toes out to the diagonal. And exhale, bring you back to center. And pyramid is a great uh, variation of this. Turn your right toes out to the diagonal. Back up. Speaking of cyclists and uh, knees. <laughs> Two more. You're rotating the entire right leg out. Bring it in. Toes point straight up. Keep your back foot pressing down firmly. Turn the front toes out. Bring in. And then you'll rock forward to your low lunge. Bring your blocks to the inside of your foot. Any side of the blocks, any stack of the blocks, bring your elbows down. Drop your chin in. Pull your abdominals up and in. Make a cat pose out of this. You're pressing elbows down. Pulling your abdominals in. Breathe in and out. Draw your heart forward. Right hand's going to come up to the right thigh. Right hand on the thigh. Press the right foot down. Lift the thigh into the hand and turn. You're turning your chest toward the sidewall. So your collarbones will be parallel to the right sidewall. Well, and the left sidewall if your house is straight. You know, this building, probably not. <laughs> the walls aren't even parallel to each other. Uh, but in your house, maybe. Press your hand into your leg, leg up into your hand, rotate breath in. Then exhale, undo this. Coming back to center, plant your hands on your blocks, lift your chest up and forward, and tuck the back toes. Lift the hips up out of the line of stretch. Pyramid is a good uh, place to be. Then right foot back, down dog to child's pose. Bring your knees down. Sit back and feel your body. It was a long time to be working with that particular setup. Right. And rather than holding one aspect, we moved through a few. So there are probably a few signals that you're getting at this point. Get still enough to tune into those. Let everything else drop away. Get less busy with the things. As you breathe and feel your body inhabiting the space that you're in. On your inhale, come on up to hands and knees. And then downward facing dog. Pause here, breathe in. 
Breathe out, press your hands down, fan them wide. Spread your toes, feel the feet out of the shoes. And inhale, left leg up and back behind. And you may get it exactly right when you first take it up, but consider that you may not know. Consider you may not know everything. It wouldn't be great if everyone in the world just considered that they didn't know everything. I'd like so many more people. Press your hands down and forward, including myself. Uh, leg up and back, squeeze it tight. And as you're looking for that line, right? And that's it. Like to be an inquiry, to be looking, to be learning, we gotta like just decide we don't know. Otherwise, there's no room to explore. You may have further to go than you think, or you may be going so far as to be defeating the purpose of your practice. And when you can find the edge, where can you go that's stable with your abdominals drawn in, that waistband of the abdominal wall supporting your low back? Then how far does the leg lift? Keep it there. Keep it tight. Press your hands down and forward. Press the right heel down. Do check in with your right foot. Be sure it's pointing straight ahead. All this takes focus. A clear slate for the brain. Breath in. And as you exhale, bend the knee. Draw it towards your chest as you rock forward. Light step, low lunge. Blocks are great here. Here's the usual little rock back and forth to get us comfortable with the depth of the pose. So one of the reasons we do these, right? And greases the wheels a little bit, but also allows you a little time to explore to not have to land in that first lunge and and uh, dig in, but to explore some ranges of motion, what is possible today, what is helpful today, right? What is possible today may be kind of floppy and, uh, and unstable. Maybe overdoing it. And again, what's possible today may be more than you think. Keep your spine parallel to the floor as you move. The back muscles working strongly to maintain that. We'll make our way back to a low lunge. And then we're going to rock the whole thing forward and back. So this is ankle mobility. Drop forward and back, bending forward. You're working through the the foot and back, and this rolling, right? This action right here. If you want to roll from plank to up dog, from up dog to down dog, more skillfully, it's all here. And what's going on with your back foot? Yeah. Then press back into that. Bring your back knee down. We're going to bend the back knee like there was a rubber band around the uh, thigh and shin. You're going to press down toward the floor. And then uh, no snapbacks. Pulling up. Right, so press back and pull up. Yeah, nobody said this was pleasant. Press back. If, uh, Nobody said you had to be really upset about it either. 
The next one is you slowly lower. You're going to press the top of that foot down and shift back to half monkey. Again, spine just about parallel with the floor. So we're going hips back, heart forward, abdominals in. So you've got this strengthening action at the torso, but also the legs. Back heel, back foot presses down, front heel presses down. And then we're going to take that rotation, the toes out toward the diagonal, toes up toward the ceiling, back and forth. The only thing you can really say for that is that uh, we're not staying in that out to the side rotation. Uh, unless you like it. Does anyone like it? It's okay if you like it. I mean, like, yeah. I haven't met anyone who really likes it. Press your back foot down. Keep that action strong. Two. And bring back to center, toes point straight up, rock forward. Walk your blocks forward, bring them down inside your front foot. Come on down to your forearms on one set of blocks, one platform. Uh, you can take the blocks up a side or two. Getting to your forearms for a different arrangement of the arms. Uh, good idea for the hands. Get off the hands, let them relax and then you've got this drawing in of your navel center and drop up your head and let the back of the neck the shell of the upper back soften press the floor away with your forearms with your elbows uh, press your blocks away and uh, via the blocks the floor And then we'll climb back up to the hands. You can move your blocks out of the way or keep them. We're going to tuck the back toes, lift the back leg, lift the hips up out of that line of stretch. So we've been there for a while. We really want to get back into the legs, get the hips buoyant and light. Press into your hands and then pick up the foot to step back. Yeah, or drag it back. I mean, it's Thursday afternoon. Like, down dog, breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Look through the hands, walk across to you seated. And toes pointing straight ahead. Feet about hip distance apart. We're going to lift up. Hands back behind. In the extension here of a little bit of table. Then heels in and lift your hips up. And if that's not great for your low back, your shoulders, no worries, no need. Breath here. 
then slowly down. We're going to go hips to the mat, sacrum, lumbar spine, rib cage, back of your head to the mat, and then bridge. Really similarly, pull with your heels and lift the tailbone, sacrum, low back, many pieces of your spine, and you can get off the floor. Press your arms down, press the back of your head down. Breathe here, in. And out, dig your heels in, ball the big toe, ball the baby toe. You got all three working downward. Keep steady pressure in the feet as you lower your hips down. Pause, breath in. Breath out. And stay again with bridge. Four, plant your hands and take wheel. Wonderful, Hi, sweetie. I go, go. I do muffin. I do movie. slowly come on down uh brutus is an excellent cat but we're gonna put him on mute (laughs) i'm wondering what was going on earlier i really thought i was hearing things (laughs) i really thought oh my gosh well, I'm so glad it happened a second time because I really thought I might be losing it. <laughs> Thank you for the comic relief, Brutus. We'll bring the knees into the chest. We were going to do some more abdominals, but that you laughed. Ergo, abdominals were complete. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just go to a funny movie if you need more abdominals in your life. Please go laugh. Please do that. Uh, knees to nose, nose to knees. You can rock up and back as you like, or you can go through a low boat. And make your way to down dog any way you like. Right leg up behind you, three-legged dog. You're gonna bring your right knee into your right elbow. Back knee down. You're gonna toe heel your right foot. Or you're gonna put your foot down into a lunge. And then toe heel your foot across the mat into pigeon. And you just kind of know, like, how was that in the uh, toe heel category? It's not that easy, in case you didn't know. (laughs) Walk yourself forward over the shin to your forearms. Uh, July is hip mobility month. It it never fails to get down to the 29th, 30th of every month, and I'm already, like, skipping ahead. Um, But uh, the... Coming into pigeon from some different uh, arrangements is going to be one of our one of our goals, just to get out of dry habits and routines that don't serve our mobility. They may make pretty poses, but uh, getting ourselves to things that you know ask us continually to challenge both nervous system and muscular system is what. We're in this practice to do whatever our bigger intention is, right? That that idea of having a mobile body, an agile mind, 
that's at the heart of it. One more breath here. Walk your hands in. And then uh, while you got your hands on the floor, go ahead and shift your weight over to the right. Just go ahead, sit a little side saddle. Then take your hands up. This is where the cowboy metaphor. Cowboy surrender. Hold up. Left leg around. And then left heel tucks to the outside of the right knee. Lift your chest. Rotate. And right elbow to your left thigh. Whatever it looks like. You got there. You did it. Now uh, you can adjust and arrange as you need to. Right? As you want to. You can take your left fingertips down to the floor. That's nice for balance. Also helps you lift your chest up. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. Good. Breath in, breath out. You know, unwind on your inhale. Come just back to center. Practical issue. You got blocks? Press them out of your way. The space around you nice and clear. That's helpful. Hands up again. Plant them over to the right of the mat. Press into your hands. Lean into them. Pick up your feet. Turn, sit to the other side. Just keep your feet exactly where they are. You will have your right leg crossed over the left. Left arm reaches up, little side bend, reach over to the right. Yeah, either side. But just remember which side you did a side bend to. Totally fine. Breath in. I'm going to come back to center. We're going cowboy surrender again. Hold them up. Top leg. It's going back. Oh my gosh, we're in pigeon. Hands down and step back. Down, Doug. I can't resist the trailer for the next movie. <laughs> you just saw it. <laughs> Take your left leg up and back behind you. The knee to your left elbow and have a step into a low lunge. Bring your back knee down here. And then I owe you one of these, a twist here. So, uh, we didn't get this last time, and I felt unbalanced ever since. And Brutus didn't even help me feel better. Um, so if you want to take this on your hand or if you want to take this on your forearm, we're just going to get that lunge twist that uh, you know, my brain forgot somewhere back there. I don't want you to walk around in circles for the rest of the day. Then slowly undo that. I'm just going to come back to your hands, and then we're going to proceed to our pigeon where you walk the foot across, just toe heel, toe heel, toe heel. So it's not a big swipe, but it's a uh, conscious effort of back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. That's for your, your mobility of your leg, right? Just to see what how it is. It's not important that it get anywhere in particular. Go ahead and come on down to your forearms, draw your heart forward, get long. Press your back foot down like we did in the half monkey god. Front shin presses down. You're breathing.
On an inhale, we're going to walk up to the hands. And we're just going to take a little step-by-step. This is a little deconstructed. Uh, let yourself roll onto the outer left hip. So just give a little, little ease to that. Take your hands up. Right. you got a left knee. you got a right foot. You're going to bring the right leg around by any means necessary. Place that heel there. We're going to work on picking that up. But for now, trace the floor. Totally fine. You're in this uh, cowboy surrender, the cactus arms. Turn. Hook the elbow and the hands down any way you want. It's, it's within reason. It's good for yourself. Right. Doesn't have to be the the biggest twist you've ever done. We got there in a really unique way, so the legs might not be in your most uh, kind of powerful position for the twist. Totally fine. You can just align your spine by lifting, rotate, get as much of this right, as is good for you. On your inhale, unwind and go ahead and just take your hands up. Leave your feet where they are. In fact, see where they are right now? They're really not going to move at all during this whole thing. You're going to turn your chest to the left. You're going to place your hands down to the floor. Pressing your feet, lift your hips. Right? And keep your feet where they are. Just walk your hands across your mat to the other side. Then come to sit, just tucking yourself right back. Yeah. It's not even big and scary anymore. Bring the arm over and twist. Yeah. Some of y'all remember when we first started doing that? Nobody did it. I was alone. <laughs> and today, right, even though we're older, we did it. Right. Isn't that the greatest stuff that like when you start doing yoga, things that you said 10 years ago you were too old for, now all of a sudden you're not too old for them. Like, I'm so much younger now. Like, this anti-aging thing really works. It's going to turn into a bird song. Or is it a Bob Dylan song? Gretchen? Okay. I think Bob Dylan wrote it in the... I th I th someone other Tim might know. Unwind this, come back to center. Arms up. One more. You're the cowboy. Take the left leg back. Bring it back. Hands down. From pigeon to down dog, we made it. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Look through your hands. Walk or crawl to seated. Come on down to your back. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. Just anything you want to take on the way, you go. Ah, I think we're all right. I think we're all right. Oh, nice appearances by all the cats today. Yes, thank you, Pip. You made Brutus feel not so much alone. <laughs> Cats are great because they'll walk over the keyboard and unmute you inadvertently because they are like that. It's like about cats. They like to embarrass you. That's why I have a dog who also is embarrassing. <laughs> but 
okay. We're going to go with a uh, little outro music here. It's written by Bob Dylan, but we're going to listen to the birds. Ready to move again. Start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Make your way up to the Big shoulder shrug here. Breath in and breath out. Yeah. Pause. Bring our hands together, heart that was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Well done. Well done out there. Thank you to the feline contingent of Three Dog Yoga. We still love you. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom Bye. classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.